One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome evening, morning, afternoon uh, all of the above to the thanks for trying podcast back once again oh shit i just kicked the table it's like a rickety bench kind of uh, aesthetic to it um with myself corin your host uh, your friend maybe enemy perhaps um and it's episode six of season four third week in a row um who, who'd have thought it? i probably thought this podcast was dead but so did you but here we are uh, I'm very grateful to have wonderful people to chat to and big love to my guest for today's episode who is Misha Simpson who you might know from The Witcher and the new season of that starring her is out in June so make sure you go watch the last season and then get up to date for her character bam for this one so um, big love to you for all the feedback and the love that you've been given for uh, for this podcast and for the new single. I've got, I got a new song out and it's called The Deli. I played it last episode. But make sure you go head on over to Spotify and all of those streaming services and you go put it on loop. You go have a little listen. You go bump out of your car. Play it really loudly on your headphones when you're cycling but only one ear. Make sure you're fucking cycling safe. And enjoy this wonderful episode with the incredibly talented Misha Simpson. Wait, what's, what's the telephone? Oh. I don't even know what my telephone voice is. My yeah. voice just changes sometimes when I when I feel like I'm in interview mode great, or like great. if I'm just talking to someone that I don't know that well. Or right, right. It's really weird. No, I, I feel like I need to hear this telephone <laughs> I don't voice know. now. It's, it seems <laughs> But it, I think because I've fantastic. already been around you, I'm like, it's already established the telephone so there's no vo- telephone voice. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm just getting the levs. The levs. Oh, the levs seem look good. You know, I'm, record- I'm recording, so, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I like, it's already, I like, happen. it's happen. already happening. I don't even know what channel you're on. I think you're on <laughs> channel two. I'm sniffly so we today. We do have to come quite close. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. Sorry I'm sniffly about that. today as well. We're both sniffly. Can't stop. Um, so, so yeah, we're here. I had uh, three things to tell you from my journey. One, uh, well, I got your Kinder Eggs. So I've already, I've yeah. already given you that. You're already that. in the winning zone. <laughs> in the winning zone, <laughs> uh, a Kinder Egg was given, although it was a surprise Kinder Egg because mm. when you opened it up, it there was a moose. There was like a little Lego man in it. Um, where is he gone? Oh, he's over. Here he is. Um, oh, wow. I have no idea what he is. He's like he's like a Lego robot. Oh, he's cool. He's man. excellent. Thank you. Um, what was what's his name? His name is um, 
Silver. Silver. <laughs> silver. <laughs> no, that's Inventive. a good name. I like that. It could be like silver with an A, like a Portuguese Brazilian name. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's like could, a, he's a footballer. Yeah, he most definitely okay, is. Okay, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> Two, my second observation on my way here, that uh, uh, school kids are everywhere. And when you go, you, when you try and maneuver through the streets with a Z and there's school kids around, um, it's impossible to move. Uh, they, they, children have no spatial awareness. That's just a fact. No, literally, they, they don't, don't know what's going on. Mm. And if you if you're an adult that has no spatial awareness, you're fucked, basically. Oh my god, they're, they're the worst. Yeah. Um. What? W- yeah. There's certain types of people that, that I always know will never um move out of the way when you know. <laughs> say say if like, uh, say if you're walking down the street, and and there's you know like five people in a group. And you can just see this look in their face of like, I do not give a fuck. <laughs> you know they're not going to move. <laughs> you, they, I don't give a shit about you. And yep. I, I, sometimes I'll put on a limp, like yeah. a little fake, you know, maybe I've, hey guys, you don't understand. I broke my foot recently, okay? <laughs> I should be walking on the pavement, not in the street. And they still don't move. It's a test. No, but know? sometimes you have to stand your ground. I like to play games with these people sometimes. You can see them coming a mile off and they're like looking at you like I'm not going to budge. Yeah. Then you've got to adopt the same thing and just see who, see who chickens out at the last minute. Oh shit. That's quite fun sometimes. What happens? I usually chicken out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, you're like, yeah, I just got out of jail because uh, I stayed too long one time. and I always chicken out. I'm like, oh, okay. No, they're about to walk through me. Okay. No, this doesn't work. Oh, this is beefy. Okay. So then how do you do um, on, how do you do? How do you do on trains when you're trying, you know, when pe- when you're trying to get off the train and, you know, uh, people are, people are getting, I've spoken about this on many episodes before. It's mm. a particularly a gripe of mine. When people are trying to get on and yeah. you're trying to get off. Oh, that, oh God, that does really wind me up. Yeah. It really, really winds me up. But I, I, I hold the patience because I know, I feel like people that do that, I think they're scared that the train's just going to start moving. I think that's why they, I mean, half of them With are the rude. Doors open. Half, exactly. I think half of them are rude. Yeah. And then half of them are scared because I know when I first came to London, I didn't realize that the train mm. driver would wait until everyone's on or off. Right. So I, I might have been one of those people. When I first <gasps> moved, I might have just been right, oh, jump no. on the train. I would never push anyone. Okay, but good, like I jumped straight on the train in fear that the train would um, yeah, would go. Yeah. So I think, yeah. So, I, I, you know. Maybe maybe you're teaching me to have some empathy. Yes, exactly. Know? So, um, yeah, I empathize a little bit. But oh, then, man. you know, I just I, try and have patience. I feel sorry for all those old people I barged. <laughs> <laughs> well, that yeah, that was my main observation today. Uh, um, there was a third one that will come back to me uh, <laughs> As I as I move through today, mostly I've been um, rewatching Twenty Four, as I think I probably told you oh, the yeah, other day. Yeah. Um. So uh, uh, my whole life has absorbed into um, the personality of Jack Bauer, the lead counterterrorist unit agent. So every time I'm in the street, I've got my hood up and I've like got my phone on on the AirPod ready, pretending it's an earpiece, <laughs> and and I'm, I'm just thinking people are gonna give me instructions yeah. of who to take out. You know. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I think if I watch a show for so long, especially if it's like a detective kind mm. of show or like there's a show that I got, I was obsessed with called The Americans. I've heard about it. It's insane. It's on Amazon and like, they're like Russian spies who are now posing as this American family. Yeah. The things they do are crazy. But I watched it so much that I started believing that I was a spy as I was walking through the streets oh, of shit. London. 
Yeah, and uh, like you really feel like you're like with them and you're on these missions. So, I know you, it sounds a bit crazy. No, it doesn't at all. I was about <laughs> to say, did you observe any? Cool, oh yeah, did you definitely. see any? St- <laughs> did you yeah. solve any crimes? Oh yeah, I definitely. I feel like I saw a few spies as well. You know. Oh it's shit! Just, yeah. Or other people watching yeah, the show definitely. at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in it. Would you Would you like to play a detective? I, as an actor um i i i actually think i don't know why i said oh, i like that but i, I think mm. um actually after watching americans i since i was a kid i've always been really obsessed with like spy stuff mm-hmm. um so like spy kids i oh, used to yeah. love that yeah um so actually i would more want to go down like the spy route i feel like they have more fun mm, so spy so like i know a de- detective espionage you know, spy espionage. rather than police detective yeah espionage okay, spy but don't you just want to wear like a big long coat and it's and it's like a gray london day with the drizzle and then someone comes up to you and goes all right sarge <laughs> does that not float your boat yeah yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess so. That does it for me. I think I think with the spies though, you get to like it's the same with like acting as well. You get to be all these different characters, like yeah. you're like disguising yourself. Right. I think. I so it's the like disguises that. that you're into. It's the disguise. <laughs> Yes, I like to disguise myself. <laughs> <laughs> She's actually in disguise right now. Uh, you wouldn't know. It's quite scary. Um, so, okay, then if you were going <laughs> to... What would be your favourite disguise? Oh, favourite disguise? Ew. Yeah, mm. what, what would you like to go undercover? Undercover, undercover a favourite disguise. Oh, oh. I... Do you know what? I, I would love to be put in like full on prosthetics as like an old person oh, shit. and like have like a bodysuit on and like, yeah. you know, have like the Zimmer frame or like the walking stick. And just, I don't know why. It just seems like a lot of fun. I mean, and that then, does sound fun. Yeah. And then just do crazy shit and just see what happens. Fuck. Yeah. I, I did that for my 30th birthday. Yeah, I did, did old, old people's party. <laughs> Everyone had to dress like old people and I had like the suspenders not the sexy ones the old people ones <laughs> and uh and i might have had those underneath guys don't judge um and then i had like a gray beard like, you know diamond that's so good glasses a little peaked cap yeah. and a uh, walking stick and it was it was a great party everyone that had to be so old good. did anyone do any prosthetic type yeah a lot of people yeah. went in yeah like I crazy in yeah. um and and it was it was such a strange party i mean a brilliant party mm. I bet that was brilliant. I bet you got the best videos as well. Just you on know the dance what? It floor. was yeah. It was because um, it was a little while ago. Sorry for me being snotty everywhere. This is I'm doing my best. I might grab a <laughs> tissue from you at some stage. I can grab you a tissue. Oh my god! Somewhere. What you a might, full you, service? <laughs> you might get like uh, shy with the the oh, nose yeah. blowing and all that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you, you get, all right yeah i'll take a tissue whenever you I'll have get it. shy we, too we, when we, we um uh we were as we were shooting i should explain we, we were shooting it uh actually as we were trying to learn learn lyrics the other day uh, learn lines <laughs> um we were having a discussion as we as i was lucky enough to meet you about how when i when people are blowing their nose i i, I like to do them the courtesy of like looking away because uh, as Misha was was you were you were blowing your nose and I was like I'm was not really gonna going look for it. you were really going for it you're doing a great <laughs> job and I was like I'm not gonna look at you because I don't want people to look at me when I'm blowing my nose because yeah. it's, it's such an intimate moment it really you know is. and it's so um I just wouldn't want you to, I wouldn't want you to see what I'm doing when no. that's happening no it's like mutually assured destruction and I fully appreciate that I don't think anyone's ever done that for me before well, I go. really really appreciated it. <laughs> <laughs> Because I get no shy. I hate it when you feel like people are watching. You try and do it really quickly. And then you do it quickly and it just gets really messy. Oh, man. Oh, man. 
sexy stuff. <laughs> sexy stuff. Um, so obviously you, um, you know, it would be crazy to not mention The Witcher. So you, you are in essentially disguise. I am. In The Witcher. So tell me about um, the, the, the prosthetics there. Because that's yeah. obviously you mentioned prosthetics um, yeah. in, in terms of disguising. But yeah, tell me about the process. I am in literal disguise because like I, I, I didn't even, I didn't realize it myself because obviously I've seen the whole process and I'm mm. like, oh, it's just me in, in a wig and all that stuff. Yeah. But I remember um, showing a picture to my cousin. There was like, mm. a, it was me and like the group of elves. And she was like, where are you? And I was like, I'm there. She was like, where? I'm like, there. She was like, no way. That hat, what? Um, so yeah, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, it's like, I mean, I'm wearing, um, I've got like a long golden, like, I guess like a red, red kind of wig, very long. Um, the only prosthetics that I'm wearing are the the ears, the pointy ears. Did you enjoy having the, the ears? Oh, do you know what? They they can feel a bit weird sometimes if they if they're positioned like a little bit like awkwardly. Mm. The tip of your ear seems to fold into them, oh, and it's no. like the weirdest feeling. Yeah, I'd hate that for like twelve, thirteen hours. No. It's just like, oh. but does your <laughs> does it stay in the same? Does oh, your ear go back to form? It literally afterwards? goes through me. Um, yeah, it, it does in the end. Yeah, eventually. Okay, good. You you don't just sit with a crooked ear for like no, a couple of weeks. Maybe I don't know. Possibly. But what I do find is loads of glue on my ear for like weeks afterwards. Oh. Literally, like two weeks later, I remember doing, I was doing like Comic Con, like talking to people mm. on stage. And like, I've got this habit of like picking my ears after I've had prosthetics on. And I was like, yeah. oh, I found one. I've got one now. <laughs> like, I was doing that at dinner with my mum. My mum was like, Misha, stop it. We're at like a Michelin star restaurant. Oh, she was whoa. like, stop picking your ears. I was like, I can't help it. It feels so good. I'm like picking it out and flicking <laughs> it everywhere. Like, <laughs> at what point does it become wax? Like, at what point yeah, is I know, it? I know, you know, it gets a bit I mean, that's okay. It's, it's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so wait. So I want to talk to you about that, but also Comic Con. You got you got to talk to me about Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. Com Comic Con's really interesting. Um, I think what I love about it is actually seeing all the the costumes, mm. the effort that people go to. Yeah. Because I mean, they're making those. I don't know how long it takes them to make their costumes, mm. but they make them themselves. They're not going into the shops and hiring yeah. them. And like you know, that the things that you see they're like better than what you see in like you oh, know, yeah. fancy dress shops and stuff. Yeah. So like that that's really amazing. Um, also like weird, like strange for me as well. Like having, I mean, you know, I come out of drama school like. 2019 and then I go on this huge show mm. and all of a sudden I'm, I'm in this convention where people are like got pictures of me printed out and they want you to sign it and that you know, they want to hug you those? like <laughs> it's yeah literally there's like pictures from me from when I was in, like, as a model online I'm like where did you even find that picture um Why? so yeah like it is it's just mad to think uh, you're like whoa like yeah. people actually like you you know or like they like your character yeah. and all of that so yeah, it's, it's really interesting. How many signatures did you have to work through before you knew what you were going to sign? Oh my God. I am quite, I can't believe I did this. I probably shouldn't even say this, but. <laughs> we could, by the way, you, you have power of the edit. So this goes to you yeah. first, if, if there's yeah. anything you say. This is great. But like, so I, because I'm, because I'm an amateur. Okay, right. I, um, I yeah, like I, I have my, I have my, my thing, my signature that mm -hmm, I do. Mm -hmm. So I was doing that, my signature that I just do, you know? Yeah. And then, um, and then I told someone that I was doing just my signature. They were like, yeah. Misha, what you mean your your uh, like signature that you sign things with? Like that you know, like no, like that's on like all of your documents. No. I was like, Yeah, they were like, You shouldn't do that. Like, you know, it's oh, uh, no. a fraud. No. <laughs> a thing called fraud. I was like, shit. 
yeah, you're right. I'd like it. Just I it just didn't, I didn't enter my. That. I just didn't think. Yeah, that explains how why like when I was trying to um you know deets Brad Pitt's card using his signature, <laughs> why it didn't work. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Exactly. Oh, I but I think like that my signature. I I think I remember doing this with my uncle when I was when I was a kid. My uncle's two years older than me. I know it sounds strange, but he is. Cool. Um, so like we were kids together and we were like practicing our like mm. our, our autographs for when we were going to be famous, right. you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. So yeah, so like that's where I got it from and I just remember that and I've kept it all this time. Yeah. So now I'm like, I finally get to use it. So have <laughs> you So have you changed your, you've got to change your, your signature for documents now, right? Yeah. So I've, you just I've do changed, it the reverse way around. I've changed it now. Okay, good. Uh, there was right, just good. one Comic Con. I'm not going to tell anyone which okay, one it was, but yeah, yeah. there was one when I did it, but I've changed Great. it now so great and just in just in case just so they know what to to look out for and avoid uh what's your full bank number for the front <laughs> of your card oh that's um <laughs> two six five. oh shit you've got me now. <laughs> um so wait did you do the san diego comic-con i didn't do that one i've i've only done i've done like um I think I've done one in the UK, London, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then I did a couple in Germany. Oh. But I'm waiting. I'm yet to, you know, I'd yeah. love to get invited to one of those. Oh, you or, will. It's a matter of time. Yeah. I snuck, I snuck into the San Diego one. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I snuck into that. It was incredible because meeting a guy dressed like Thanos and like yeah. meeting all these, these incredibly designed uh, people design people <laughs> sure i'm getting good yeah, i'm getting good words you've not today. even opened up your drink yet. <laughs> yeah, i haven't even opened one that's a good point um i like the crackle oh oh that all yep, over my yep. face <laughs> all over my face um i'm so glad i've met you before i don't feel as embarrassed that's well embarrassing <laughs> but it's not it's okay don't okay, worry it happens well, all the time thanks oh god it's so embarrassing um okay so comic con yeah you're gonna you're gonna go to comic con it's a matter yeah. of time and i'll be there stealing your pass so yeah I can yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah you can disguise as me oh my god yes yeah. the elf is right yeah yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. You, I, so you only exclusively play elves. That's that is that your your rule. In in life, in life, just in life. Yeah, I I yeah, I was born an elf. Yes, Whoa. I was born to be an elf. Ah, okay. Yes. That makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. So yeah. tell me more so about that that prosthetics. We're gonna we're just as you know mm. uh, from chatting to me. I'm a, I'm a living tangent. So when you are in the prosthetics, mm. how many hours are you? Is it taking to put all of that on? Because uh, you get the eyes as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think, like, the whole process is about, uh, I think, like, three and a half hours, um, which actually, I think, is not, it sounds like a lot, but it's actually not that bad. Like, I just think days when I used to do, like, fashion shoots and stuff, I'd be, you know, it takes around that, like, two two hours anyway, so it's not that yeah. bad. Um, so, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not bad. And then the contact lenses, like, those usually go in, like, very last minute when I'm on mm. set, just because they're, like, it's it's weird especially when you're in the dark it's yeah. really it's really blurry it's really jarring actually because i can it's hard to read facial expressions because mm. it's so blurry and especially in the dark yeah. and obviously with acting like yeah. a lot of you react you're reacting off of what someone's giving you of course so a lot of it is like a guessing game where you've got to e- use your ears a little bit more because um yeah you can't really see a lot so i'm only allowed to keep those in for like i think four hours at a time and then i've got to take them uh, out for a break yeah because um, yeah they can get a bit uncomfortable and and like especially if you're doing like a 14 hour day oh christ yeah just thought should i shut the door can you can totally you hear it it's, it's good foley is it all right can, do you, i don't want. mind i'm just thinking about like your let like see, see. when you're editing 
you got kids in the background. Like. I, can hear, I, can hear, I can hear kids in the background probably blocking the walkways as as we speak. <laughs> no, it's like, you know what? If anyone at home's bothered, um, well, you know, there's other podcasts to listen to. So That's true. That's all um, right. Let the kids play. It, just, they can have a good Let time. Let them play. You know, I'm afraid of contact lenses, so I don't know how you did mm. it. There's something about anyone getting near touching my eye. I'm yeah. Like, do you t- put them in yourself? No, they, so they, they don't, I, I guess I could put it in myself. They, they have like, they have specialists that are on okay. set that do it for you. Um, but sometimes you get used to one person and then they might change and you're like, oh my God, it's another person. Oh. What am I going to do? And what if they haven't like, cleaned their fingernails? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Filth. <laughs> oh God. No, they're, no, they're very, they're very clean okay, and like they, they're very, they're very down with the sanitization. Um, but um, yeah, like yeah. sometimes people put it in differently um, oh. and like, it, yeah, you get used to one way. Um, yeah. So sometimes, yeah, it, I, it's ju- like, I don't like having them being put in. Once they're in, like I, th- I think now, because there was a few scenes that we shot um, season three where there was a lot of like dust being flown around and there was wind mm. and it was really like, it wasn't okay. I was getting a lot of stuff in my eyes. So I had, I had to take them out for that. And then what I noticed, because I'm so used to having the contact lenses in as Francesca now, when I don't have them in, it's almost like I don't feel like Francesca. It's right, so strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it just feels weird. Well, that's the, 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 the conformity thing. Yeah. Um, there's, wait, there's a psych- psychological thing where like, it's when you put the, if you're a police officer and you put this, the, the, the uniform on, yeah. you act completely differently. Like the Stanford prison experiment, you know, when they got people in to wear the prison guards uniform and all of a sudden they became brutal and, and mean and, and yeah. abusive. But there's something to that, even in terms of what you put on your costume and yeah. you're wearing those lenses and all of a sudden you act, you, or you are that character. It does something to you. Yeah, definitely. It's like, it's like the, um, I guess like with anything or even when you're like learning like a character, there's certain triggers that you can like put in that, you know, mm. like. I don't know do a certain thing or like yeah like you put on a certain item or whatever it yeah. just yeah automatically like sends you to that place of where you want to be it's interesting yeah, yeah. do you stay like kind of char- in character ish between takes mm, um like I, I think for I'm not really the type of person that can like it like if it's like heavy scenes mm. um I've like I have to kind of put my mood in that like lower level mm-hmm. it's weird like I, I can interact with people and all of that but yeah. um but like if I'm having mounds of fun on set with yeah. everyone else, like they all yeah. do, sometimes I'm left out because I'm like having a hard scene yeah. um, that I've got to do. Um, yeah, like I kind of have to put myself like in that kind of zone so I can go there easier. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not like, I won't like be on character, like in character talking on voice and like standing. <laughs> like, like Lady yeah. Gaga saying she's spoken that accent for like a year or something. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of get it. I, I got a mate of mine that, that when he was doing an American accent on the show, he was, and I was, I had a new song out and I, mm. I was about I was like yo check my new song I, I feel like it's it's up your street and he was like bro I want to hear it but I can't hear any English accents for the next couple of weeks yeah I need to just be in the zone I need yeah. to make sure that I'm doing my American accent properly and if I hear you say one word in English then I'm yeah. just gonna lose it I'm gonna lose yeah. it <laughs> no I, I do I get I get that because I like I went to LA last year mm. um like partly because I wanted to just get go away somewhere different but like a part of that was to be surrounded by the accent yeah, and like not like, you know, just let it just soak in without, mm. without like doing like, you know, being like fully on it. Yeah. And I think by the end of the trip, when I was doing the accent, it was so easy yeah. to do like the, the, the resonance and where, where it sits. And then I come back to the UK, like cut like a month or two later 
and I'm doing it and I'm like, hey, where's that sound gone that I developed? <laughs> I honestly developed such a cool sound that I've never heard before <laughs> and now it's gone. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's in there somewhere. It's in there somewhere. It's there, but like yeah. I, I get it because yeah. you're surrounded by it and like it, it's something about like you can almost feel where the sound's coming from when yeah, you're when you're around definitely. it. Definitely. Yeah. I get I get confused by um like trying to do French accents when there's certain like I would yeah. never try even though my granddad had the strongest French accent being obviously Tunisian uh, colonized by the French yeah. but his there were certain noises that French people do just talking that I don't understand how they do it. Is it it's the, coming like, from a different uh, uh, I yeah. can't, uh, I can't I'm like, like what? It. It's cool as fuck man I, I want to know. I love it. I love it. So tell me, so you, tell me about the the modeling side of things because yeah. in all of our conversations, I haven't even actually asked you at all, and, and mm. you mentioned it a couple times. Um, but you it, you came from the modeling first before the the acting side of things. Yeah, I did. Yeah, um, I did a show called Britain's Next Top Model. What? Yeah, <laughs> this is very very long oh. time ago. Yeah, I was um I was nineteen years old. Do not go to YouTube and look for it. I mean, that sounds. <laughs> I almost there's a part of me. No, sounds like that's what I'm gonna oh do. Oh my god! Like it makes me cringe. Like because I like obviously I'm proud of my achievements yeah. and stuff. But like I, I, when I when I did that, I was 19 years old, yeah. very young, 19 year old, sheltered, and all of that stuff. Um, and then like so like I, you know I loved it. It was mm. great. And like maybe I would be in London if it wasn't for mm. for that. But when I watched the show back, like it's that whole thing, you know, like most people don't like watching themselves or they don't like hearing their voice. Yeah. So I had both, I had my voice and I had to watch myself. I just cringed the whole time. I was like, is that, oh my God, is that, is that, that's me. Yeah. Um, and like obviously being that young as well, I feel like I was a little bit traumatized by it. <laughs> like, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. And at that age, we are like, we hold ourselves differently mm. because we're, mm. we're growing up mm. and we don't afford that same kindness to, you know, I know obviously they're very, very rich, but like your Biebers and your, you know, yeah. Selena Gomez, whoever isn't in the in the spotlight who have been in the spotlight since they were 15, 16, mm. but we didn't really know how to hold ourselves because we were just young and um, that's okay. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, so that that is okay. Yeah, but like it, yeah, it, it is that thing, you know, like talking talk about that trigger yeah. stuff again. You're like, oh my God, trigger. Oh. Um, I'm proud of it. But at the same time, I'm like when people are like, oh, I'm going to YouTube it. I'm like, no. Oh. <laughs> do it but it's out there Bless. and now i've just told everyone and you exactly. and this is this is what I'll happens bleep it out. <laughs> bleep, top <of> bleep. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened oh bless you well and then so it, it that that traversed your 20s then i take mm. it then the, the modeling yeah so like i um yeah then i, I moved up to london from mm. plymouth uh, yeah. like because i won the show oh amazing what? yeah buried the lead yeah. there man that was like that should have been the opening <laughs> sentence actually won uh britain's <laughs> sake some model actually, uh, i actually cool. am the worry. winner don't worry about it it's yeah. fine it's, it's small if it, is. it doesn't matter you know don't worry about it, <laughs> don't worry no. about it. that's sick i'm here yeah. with an actual champion <laughs> Gold yeah. medalist in modeling. Going red. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Bless you, <man>. yeah. <laughs> you got to hype it up. Um, so wait, so go on. All right, so, so you became the best at uh, a very young age. Uh, we all know this. So you became the best. And at that point, you were stood at the top of the mountain of success. Yeah, was, uh, and uh, looking over the minions below. <laughs> and and saying, well, I guess I've I've won. Uh, what should I conquer next? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> gu I guess so. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> what is next <laughs> um yeah it was a, it was amazing i you know i moved to london and i was making all these friends mm -hmm. i was discovering so much about myself yeah. you know like I've, I've come out of the uh 
the shelter. Mm. Um, so like for, for me, it was like, God, it was a good few years of, you know, like working with like amazing people, meeting amazing people. There's a lot of parties, going out a lot, like, you know, um, and just, just living life. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a really, yeah, it was a really amazing experience. Um, obviously there's highs and lows, like, yeah. you know, like just cause I know pe a lot of people would think they would like, they come up to me and think I was like loaded because I actually took up work in like a, in a restaurant or bars and stuff like that. I think a couple of years later, because you know, the money wasn't sustainable, yeah. uh, especially being in London. So you would get people being like, oh, why are you working here? Like they'd recognize you and all of that. And you'd be like, well, you know, like I've got, you know, I've got to make, um, I've got to make money and all that. So yeah, there were times I was like, you know, lows and you, mm. you weren't working and you're sleeping on friends' couches and all of that. And then there were like really good times where you're like, oh my God, I'm rich. Let me yeah. buy everyone a drink. <laughs> Let me get your taxi. Don't worry, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then in the mix of that, there was like loads of travel. Like I got mm. to go to Cape Town, which mm. was like one of my favorite places. Um, you know, I worked there for a month with an agency. Um, I went to New York. I did, I did Milan, like all of those things. Like fashion so weeks and stuff like that. Not necessarily fashion week, actually. I wasn't really like a fashion week model. Yeah. I was more commercial. Fashion um, week just looks stressful to me. I, I don't. It, yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've Never done been. the castings. Yeah. There's like, there's one casting that we would do where there's probably about 15, 20 designers in one room. Mm. And it's so scary. Like you walk in, you're with like girls that are fashion week models and they know yeah. what they're doing. And you're having to you go down the line of the tables of the designers. Mm. And they look like, sometimes they barely even look at you. What? And like they like, you, you give them your card and then you've got to walk for them. And you're like walking and they're not even looking at you at that point either. And then you go on to the next one. It's like, it's a huge cattle call. What? Uh, it's, it's, it does, it's really good for your self-esteem. If you want, you know, if you want to boost it, just go there. Uh, I hate, I hate <laughs> the sound of this. This yeah, just sounds awful for humanity. It, it really is. But um, yeah, I mean, that, that wasn't really my, I don't yeah. feel like that was my area of expertise. Um, but you know, it was all experiences. Um, of course. But yeah, it's a mad world. Yeah. It is a mad world. I'm guessing you've seen Triangle of Sadness. I haven't. No, I haven't oh, seen it. Oh, you need to watch it. Okay, well I then know. I won't say any, I won't say any more. But yeah. I feel like it might be a triggering yeah. film, but also one that you'll enjoy in the end. Um, oh, so okay, so and then you you arrived at the acting, you know, uh, mm. later later on. Uh, I mean, like myself, I mean, I only started acting a couple of years ago. Yeah, but, yeah. But so, what made you turn to that and go? Actually, fuck this. This is this is what I want to do. Mm, uh, like I, I've I've always had that in like. I've always been interested in acting. I mean, even yeah. since I was a kid, I remember, you know, begging my mum to like, I just wanted to go to drama school. You know, those mm. schools where they, it's, it is just like you learn a curriculum, but you get yeah. to do drama. But yeah. she was like, no, you need to finish school properly. So like I, I would do like these Saturday school things. Yeah. Um, and like I did that a little bit, but I think because I was quite young and like maybe quite shy, like I kind of gave it up a little bit at that time. Um, but then being in London, being around that kind of, you know, there were certain people in my circle that were acting and all of mm. that. And it kept on sparking the interest of like the yeah. hunger of like wanting to do it, but not knowing how. Yeah. Um, and then eventually, yeah, just started going and doing workshops mm. and stuff like that. I mean, I did like a short course at Central mm. and I thought maybe I can get an agent after that. And like, you know, I can just be on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, then I realized how much work it was. Yeah. Like, it's you know, yeah. I was like, and th at the time there were people actually 
audition in four, three right. years at drama school. Um, so that's what made me go off and do like yeah. the three years. Cause I was like, actually, you know, I want to be taken seriously. Yeah. And I want to learn. Yeah. Um, so that's why I, I went off and then, then I actually like really went into it and did three years. And did, did that uh, being in school for it help you in, in the auditioning? Like, do you feel like it's prepared you in the auditioning process? Cause as yeah. someone, I haven't actually auditioned for, for, for anything yet. And, yeah. and the whole idea sounds like, you were saying about the modeling, walking in front of a bunch of motherfuckers, they ain't even looking at you. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to do this. This is going to make me feel awful about myself. Yeah. And I end up like lifting up tables and, and just being, look at me, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> <laughs> the, Hulk, so, the Hulk comes out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so um, yeah. Th- 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 did it prepare you for, because, you know, with, with anyone, even the biggest motherfuckers, there's rejection. So mm. when I say rejection, it's not, you know, not a slight. It's just that's the way it is. And also within our industry, I, I, I get rejected for shit all the time. And I get accepted mm. for stuff too. And it's, it's part and parcel of it. But did it prepare you for those ups and downs? Yeah. Um, I honestly think that my career as a model prepared me for that more so because yeah. like it, it's the same thing like you know you do I would do before it was all went digital I would mm. do like seven castings a day like you're literally walking from like all the way Jeez. around London like it yeah. would take you all day and like you you'd go like that for weeks and like maybe not book anything or maybe book something mm-hmm. there was so much rejection with that and that was all down to your looks as well so it's like that's like it yeah like it's pretty so pretty savage yeah um so i think that helped me develop yeah. a tough skin um so i knew going into acting i knew it's one of those industries again where it's like it's not um like you know, nothing's guaranteed. And the yeah. majority of the things like you're probably not going to get. So I was already prepared for that. And I'd already lived that kind of life yeah. of, you know, living hand to mouth. Yeah. Um, but I think what drama school did was like, I mean, I still get really nervous when I'm in a room doing an audition. Like, but it kind of desensitizes you to it in a way of getting used to have some having someone judging yeah. your skill. Now people are judging my skill yeah. and watching me and like, you know, hearing your voice out loud in a room and mm. all of that stuff. I, it That's what how it prepared me, I yeah. think. So the two match together, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, they've, they've gone hand in hand. If you're going into something and you come out of the, so you do an audition, you come mm. out of the room and you feel like that's gone amazingly well, you know, do you, does it happen that you get that role or does it can you go into a room and go oh i I fucked it and then get that role like is there any correlation between the way you feel and the way that it's it's been perceived and and the stuff that you get they're most most definitely um like they're like there was one job where um a lot of it has been like tapes and stuff since covid of course yeah so like there was one job where i was just like i don't even like it would have been such an amazing role but i was like i just can't like the accent is just not sitting well like Mm. i just don't think i'm the character and all of this Mm. and my partner at the time was like no like he was like pushing me to to do it and um and then like i sent it off and i was really annoyed that i sent it off because i was like oh it's just crap like why and then i got call back sick (laughs) yeah so like so that was really interesting um, but then obviously there's been other there's been other times where I feel like I've smashed it yeah. and like not got it. But the thing is, is, sometimes, yeah, like you can smash it, but there might be someone else that steps into the room mm. or the audition tape and they are that character to yeah. the writer. As soon as yeah. they see them, they're like, yeah, that's you are that. Yeah. And it's out of your hands. You got to get used to not like getting approval from people and mm. be able to approve approve yourself yeah. and like in your skill because yeah you could be sending good things off all the time yeah. but just because you don't get it doesn't mean that you're not good of course 
when I'm pitching music for, for adverts, adverts is the worst place to pitch music for mm. because it's, you know, ad agencies have no fucking clue what they want. You know, they're, they're, they just don't. Mm. Um, and a lot of art, art directors, they, they, they don't know either. They, they know nothing. They, they might know amazingly well about the way things look and they're mm. fucking talented. But in terms of sound and the the conversation between the two, and I don't give a shit if, the, if whoever hears that because it's yeah. true. Yeah. They might want something in music and then it, you give them exactly that. Mm. They might be, hey, so we kind of want like grime but meets classical but meets like uh, polka music <laughs> uh, but also with like a hint of Stormzy but a hint of Fiona Apple but a hint of like, and you're like, what that is sounds it? sounds like a mental breakdown. What? Yeah, <laughs> like what do you want from me? So you go, okay, so let me, all right, let me take like this, 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 this refrain that sounds a bit like Fiona Apple but with like, I'll get some live strings and then, you know, maybe I'll do like a, a four bar verse, like storms. Yeah. Then you put it all together somehow and you give them exactly what they want and you still somehow go, hey man, this bangs. You send it to them and go, actually, no, the director just wanted like uh, Mozart so they just cleared that instead. And it's you're like, what? Awful, isn't it? What? You literally sell your soul. How did Your soul. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah. it's just, it's so, <laughs> I feel like that will prepare me. Yeah. Having, having dealt with these motherfuckers for so many years. Um, and they, or they end up just giving it to like their cousin or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there is that. something that happens. It's mad. Like the amount of times that I've gone, it's amazing that, you know, I'm able to get these opportunities, but the amount of times yeah. I've been, um, I've had auditions for like really, really cool projects. Mm. That I'm like, please, I really want to do it. And like, you know, you put your heart and soul into it, of yeah. course. And then like, you don't hear anything back nothing yeah. and then like maybe a year later you see like the like the people that have got cast in it is announced and it's someone like huge and like yeah. you know someone with a name and you're like oh man, oh, man. Like, did i even have a chance yeah like, and, who it, knows? And, it's, and it's kind of like on one hand i'm uh, you know now i'm older i'm like peacing up to everyone mm. man like all good it wasn't meant to be that's okay yeah yeah, you know? yeah. on the other hand i'm just disappointed you know yeah. just just sad you can't <laughs> like, help it it's like human nature isn't it yeah one of the best things that someone has ever told me that i like i do use as a mantra sometimes mm. is um what will what's meant for you will mm. never pass you by because when i am feeling a bit like oh like i really wanted that or i didn't get it or whatever mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i remember that and i think that's true like you know something that you're meant to get will will come for you at some point. Yeah, it'll come for you. It's gonna come. <laughs> it's gonna come for yeah. you, son. It will. It will. You've just <laughs> got to keep like, just yeah. keep at it. Keep at your hard work. Just keep your energy up. I think. That's nice. Man. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I like that. It's a good. It's a good mantra. <laughs> it helps me. That's a really, yeah. I, I and we have to remind ourselves of that every single day. And like, mm. I, I'm super grateful to be in a position I'm in. Uh, working being creative and everything like that but that rejection definitely i mean we were saying before we started recording about um energies and protecting your energies and mm. that is a particular uh thing that knocks my energy down, yeah you yeah know? um when you and it stops the creative process happening you know yeah it's mad how it affects you like because you know like we were saying earlier sometimes like you might be feeling a certain way or feeling down or whatever and you don't know why mm. or what what it is especially when things have been going really well as well. Yeah. You're like, it's really confusing. But when you're in that kind of state, it is, it's so, it's a creativity killer. It's really, yeah. it's really hard. So it's like, I guess it's important to try and find those things that like kind of lift you out. Like when you know that you're getting to that point. Yeah. Do, like, what, what are yours? What do I do? Honestly, me, my, my thing is, is like, um, <laughs> do, I mean, I'll do like a gym workout or something, anything to like kind of raise my energy levels, but also I might do some meditation or I might do yoga is like a good thing for me. Um, or like breath work, anything that's kind of like 
spiritual and connecting to to yourself mm -hmm. because like you like to like to help you turn the noise down and like really yeah. like kind of listen in again yeah anything like that uh, but sometimes when you're feeling that shit like you you can't even do that sometimes no. so you've just you've just got to like not be hard on yourself and give yeah. yourself a day of if you want to lay in your bed all day, just do that and do nothing. Yeah. Start the day again the next day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow to we go. Manana. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> or like I always say to people, just keep the machine oiled. On those yeah. days, keep the machine oiled. Get some nice food. Treat yourself to something it. really nice. Get some truffle oil. Do that's something it. really good to yeah. yourself. Make your bed. Do your washing. Yeah. Yeah. Just one thing. Even if one just thing. one thing. Just one thing. That's yeah, it. Like I agree. I always cook, but I know cooking isn't for everyone. But like, mm. you know, do, cooking something when, on a day when... I feel like I've got no beans in my in my soul. I've mm. got no energy beans left. Uh, I feel like I talk about beans on every podcast, but um, <laughs> you know, they're great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like when I feel in like absolutely, I've got nothing to give. I just cook something. Yeah. Because at least then I've created something. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And uh, I, there's so many things I want to create every single mm -hmm. day. I want to write a screenplay. I want to write a song. I want to produce, you know, produce some music, whatever. Um, and, and then some days you just can't do any of that. You mm. just can't. You physically can't. You, 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 you know. Um. <laughs> You're just like a log laying there in your bed. That's me yeah. sometimes. I'm just like, I'm just, I've been staring at the ceiling for about five hours now. <laughs> I must move. <laughs> I must move. I like that that, that's, that's your internal voice's <laughs> accent as well. I've been staring at the ceiling for like five hours now. <laughs> Send help. <laughs> it's a great internal voice. <laughs> Keeps well, me that should be, yeah that should be your 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 narration of your life it is yeah maybe yeah I'll when i was it. shooting the witcher yeah. and i was had these funny ears on that is my like, voice literally it's doing it right now you know like, <laughs> <laughs> oh god um so did you get to keep the ears sorry i'm going back to this i don't have a fetish no. or anything i just yeah. I, I like i like logical to i like to know like you know about the ears. yeah well do you know what i actually did try and take I, like i was like oh amazing i want to like i want to keep the ears like my first pair of ears mm. but when they take them off they're the weirdest thing yeah. they take it off with like alcohol really wet solution right and once it's off because basically when they put the ears on they're like mm. they're like a certain color but then they've got to like flick loads of you know like makeup on it to make it match of your skin tone uh. Yeah, so like, so when they're taken off and they're using the alcohol, yeah. a lot of the that color washes off, and then when they put it on the table in front of you when it's off, it literally looks like a bit of bitten raw chicken with a bit of point. Nice. It's really weird. Nice. It's it looks disgusting. So how did it taste? <laughs> yeah, well, disgusting. Disgusting. Okay, come on, we'll just check. <laughs> just asking for a friend. Yeah, just asking for a friend. <laughs> Whoa, I haven't got a fetish. How they <laughs> yeah, taste? That's, that's it. Just, no fetish here for fake ears. <laughs> just want to know all. how they taste. Just it's a simple question. <laughs> Um, yeah they're, they're weird looking but i i'm yeah i, I think before they go on that i need to take one of those because they look like it looks like cat ears they look really cute so yeah. before before i need to take them before they go on basically yeah fair 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 yeah. they should just give you the this they should just give you some just in general yeah. just yeah. to have i just i think i could like forget by the end of the day i'm like oh, yeah just get me home um i was <laughs> you know what i had for lunch today yeah pack it of microwave rice <laughs> <laughs> with some corn chicken and some steamed broccoli. I actually quite like microwave rice. Yeah, sometimes. It's actually, it's not it's bad, actually all right. It? Yeah. Was it the Uncle Ben's? It, no, it was uh, it was own brand, thirty eight p Lidl. <laughs> nice. Yeah, um, Basmati. But I I tell you what though, here's here's a little hot and spicy take. Um, 
You know how they tell you, they tell you, you know them. Those people. You know them, the Illuminati. Yeah. You know, they try and get it in our heads that rice, reheated rice is dangerous and it'll kill us. Oh, what, because the bacteria, bacteria. and all that. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, Why are we so eating true. packeted rice that that's, we microwave? I've never thought about that. Right? Yeah. Someone's lying to us, man. Like you can't even, apparently you can't even store it in the fridge because it, it's like, you'll be no. sick the next day. I do it all the time. I'm not sick. No, but that's true. How are they going to sit on the shelves for like how right. long? It's not even refrigerated. Yeah. How? I'm pissed. Surely. Like it's not even vacuum sealed. There's air in that bag. Yeah. We got to take it to the streets, man. We got, we got a protest. <laughs> I got a right to, to somebody's MP. Yeah. This is fucked, man. Here we go. I'm pissed. I'm, I'm angry. I'm so- <laughs> Oh god, yeah. So no, I've stolen a lot of catering in my time. Mm. A lot of catering. All those events you went to, many of those parties too back in the day, which are catered. You know, they have the canapes. I'm that person that stands by the kitchen. You have to pretends they're not. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Because you, 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 you know, you've got you got to look cool. You have like to you go cool. to these events all the time. Mm, yeah, yeah. So um, always yeah. stand by. the There's kitchen. There's a way you do it, but stand by the kitchen. And you always make friends with uh, one of the waiters. Yeah, <laughs> and you just go, oh, wait, wait, just come, come here, come here, come here. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, man. And like, look, all right, look, me and you, we, we're gonna have an arrangement this evening, <laughs> okay? Like, soon as like these are the things that I like. All right, I can't have the wheat-based stuff. So take that. You give yeah. them to someone else. You give them to your mate. I don't care. You circle them around. Anything potato based, bring right to me. They've got <laughs> mini, mini chip cones. Yeah. Bring them right to me. If they've got <laughs> deviled eggs, like you kick your coworker out in the face, out of the way, <laughs> and you're bringing the tray directly to me. And they're like, oh, what, what do I get in, 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 in return? Nothing. <laughs> I was going to say, do you slip them a 20? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. No, but to be honest, on a real one, like if you you know know, knowing lots of pals in catering or or doing those jobs, and like you know, I've I've done jobs that are similar, whether been you know in a bar or whatever. They just want to get rid of the food as quickly as possible, so that they can finish as quickly as possible. Mm, mm -hmm. So you're kind of doing them a favor. Yeah, you are. They yeah, they love people like us. They, They love it. But I do find though, I feel like whenever I go to those events, I feel like most people, the majority of people that actually. I've got quite a lot of food friends now, but if you're not with foodie friends, you like notice people at the events, they always seem a bit too like, oh no, 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 I don't, don't want to eat it. Like the canapé will come and they don't take it. Yeah. I feel like that happens so many times. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, this is the best food ever. Like, how could you, how could you not take anything? And then I always yeah. like the greedy person in me, like mm. is like, all right, okay, I'm going to have to hide the greediness and mm. do it in like a crafty kind of way and yeah. eat it quickly so that I stay yeah. in with the cool crowd. Like a seagull. You know? Yeah. G- goggling <laughs> it down in one go. Yeah. <laughs> quickly. <laughs> like a seagull. Yeah, no, me too. Exactly. Um, I've, I've done lots of DJ sets where they're catering and then they bring, my favorite is like, honey mustard sausage like mini sausages mm. that's probably my top of the list interesting I think. yeah top of the list at any canopy if you if you're bringing those around god you're not a hard customer to please are you it's like, so simple give him some sausages it's like honey on it oh Done. my god honey glazed sausage <laughs> honey mustard glazed so- how are those not the best food you've ever tasted it's so good that is so funny <sighs> I was DJing somewhere. I think uh, actually, it's been a few occasions, and and someone they come around there on mm. little sticks, bam, and then the whole DJ booth is like a pile of the sticks. <laughs> There's no hiding them, you know. So you just have to own it. Yeah, you yeah. Know? 
you know, no, I, you know, no one in here is going to have more sticks than me. Yeah. Like, no one's going to yeah. eat as many sausages as me. I have to have <laughs> at least a hundred. Well, now you've admitted to it. Everyone's going to know now. You could have hidden it. What's your favorite canopy then? Oh, I know. I was, I was waiting for that question. Sorry, oh sorry, sorry. God. Oh, I like. Oh gosh, I don't know. Like, I like. Every, I like everything. Mm. But I'm just thinking, like, anything with truffle. Obsessed with truffle. Yeah, like maybe like a bit of a creamy risotto. Mm. Um, Definitely like steak if it's done really well. In in a a canapé? Yeah, like a ribeye steak or something chopped up. Who's bringing a steak I have no idea, but I don't think that's ever happened to me. But like, I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) This is not something that's... I'm manifesting meals (laughs) at this point. You're like, no. This is small. Right, small. I, I have had I've I've had steak been brought around. I swear things. I have, yeah definitely, yeah, definitely and risotto. Yeah, yeah, the risotto one yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. But actually, burgers like, but the only thing is, is like, it's just not easy to eat, is it? And like, you know, guarantee you're going to eat one of those burgers the minute you stick it in your mouth. Someone's going to come and talk to you. Yeah, and then like it's just it's all over your fingers. It's in your mouth. It's just the like sauce on your lovely dress. Like, yeah, 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 you're looking glamorous and yeah. like you've got burger breath and. It's just, oh my god, no! No one wants that. Mm. A, a small like a quail's egg would be good <laughs> you know like with like just like a half quail's deviled egg quick one one go your breath ain't gonna be too bad after yeah you know that's I, probably yeah, the I best guess. i'm trying to think what the best for you and you know you're there in a lovely dress you're there undercover as a spy who knows yeah. you know you're in disguise you don't want to <laughs> blow your cover um just need something quick and fast just like a like a like honey a mustard sausage, sausage. <laughs> I see your point now. <laughs> I get it. That's what we want, okay? We want <laughs> honey mustard sausages. You do. Oh, you do. man. God damn. I'm were you a cheese and pineapple kind of guy? You know, when you were a kid, like, and you go to, like, the, yeah, like, yeah. that's what those honey sausages remind me of. Like, when you're going to the parties that you were a kid, yeah. it's like cheese and pineapple and you got the little cocktail mm. sausages and all of that. I love that. Yeah. Everything tastes better on a, co- on a cocktail does, stick. <laughs> but isn't, a cocktail stick, a toothpick by any other name. It actually is. It is, isn't it? What makes the difference? Yeah, makes the difference? I have no idea. At what point do you graduate from being a cocktail stick to being a to- toothpick? toothpick? Maybe it's the other way around. Yeah, but I, I guess you eat the that. sausage and then you use the stick for the pick. Yeah, mm. interesting. It's actually quite clever when you think about it. Whoa. It's it just like shows a- that we can be anything we want to be, yeah. you know? You know? You know, one day a cocktail stick, one day a toothpick, one day a, a, a thing that you put in your Nando's burger to, to tell you that it's vegan. Exactly. Or mild. It's amazing <laughs> what you can do with a stick, isn't it? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Um, <laughs> um, so, look, we, we, we've we recorded a, a wonderful podcast. Is there anything you want to talk about before we wrap? Like, is there anything that is on your mind? you know any any burning topics anything on my mind that's a big question oh oh, i don't know is there any burning topics Mm. i mean and i'll cut out all of all of the silence you can have as long as you want (laughs) you can um and ah for three hours and i'll I'll chop it up like you just thought of it (laughs) that should have eased the pressure burning (laughs) topics 
you know, lots of things annoy me. And then I just go, oh, you know what I need to talk about? Yeah. That. You know what I mean? S- stuff that annoys you. Mm-hmm. Um, you could do that. Things that made you really happy. I mean, we spoke about like the, the I know like when you came in and talk about like the energy. St- well, no, we already did. We did that. You can talk about that we again. D- we, you can talk about that, that more. Has, has yeah. this, so, you know, just to recap, yeah. your energy. Oh, you just headbutted yourself. That's fine. With the mic. We all do it. Just had one class. Just one. I've had one class. Okay. That's all I've had. You've had too many. You've got to go on. <laughs> Yeah, so you're talking about your energy. Uh, I won't say, you know, I won't go into details, but your energy yeah. was a bit lower due yeah. to your experiences uh, recently. And um, do you feel your energy has been risen? Yes. Good. It really has. It it really, really has. I was, I've definitely, like, the last few days have been in, like, a weird, I think, like, a weird place energetically when it feels quite low. And just that, this, this is what it is. Like, it just shows how much, like, people's energies can af- can affect you. Like, you know, just having this conversation with you and it's like, it's back and forth. It's a two-way street and it's like, you know, it's really nice. It can really elevate you. So it yeah. has. So thank you. Good, you're very well. It has put me in a very good place. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I guess it's as I'm getting older, I'm starting to... Um, like I'm starting to notice how different energies, different places or whatever can, uh, can affect you and like how long they can actually affect you for and like yeah. how important it is to surround yourself around, like, you know, people that lift you and, and how important it is to listen to that tiny intuition, like voice or whatever it is of like, okay, I maybe I can't put on my, like put my finger down on why I don't feel right around this person, but there there is something that's not, going you know there's something that doesn't feel right i don't know why i feel bad a few days later so being aware of that and like and knowing that because it really can like you were talking about how it affects your creative creativity it can affect a lot of things so like i feel like i'm in this place now in life where i'm really like opening myself up to that and noticing i think when you're younger especially in your 20s like you just accept things you want to be accepted you know you want to you want to be around people and all that and like you kind of like throw that away um now yeah as i'm getting into my 30s um i like young you're so yeah i'm so young i am really 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 young um but like now like yeah i'm just realizing like life is so short so you know if anything kind of makes you feel low energetically don't be around it surround yourself with like people that that encourage and challenge in a good way but boost you no matter what you want to do yeah yeah we we've got to have our own backs in terms of that and yet on the flippy dippy also mm. know that you know we don't have to hold hate for people that don't that, support us you know and that's that the th- most definitely that's the thing i've been trying yeah. to crack a lot yeah. in recent past couple of years you know i would hold on to so much anger and hate and like fucking just want to push people off a cliff you know i used to just imagine how i would murder people you know <laughs> i used to just think about it all day long imagine if you weren't here, right <laughs> like no but i yeah. it would be the thing and you know you know jokes aside it would be anger would be the thing that would get me out of bed in the morning if i couldn't get out of bed mm. and you know i've written songs about it now but you know and it and to and i used to think it was a superpower oh you know if i'm angry it keeps me alive and it keeps me going and it keeps mm. me being creative then i realized no, it's it's actually it's holding me back. It was a protection mechanism. It's yeah. a shell, you know. Yeah. I could hide behind being super angry at these people, and that defined me. Mm. But I don't want to be defined by how much I'd hate someone or how much no. I'd, I'd, I'd uh, you know, I feel like they've done me wrong. And by letting go of all of that, I've got all of this space to then create and do something else. Yeah. And so the energy that I'm, you know, putting 
I'm not even putting energy any energy towards them. They mm. don't they don't exist to me. And that's yeah. way better. It's like to wish everybody well and we just exist mm. in different dimensions. Exactly. That's all we 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 just exist in our own little world and yeah. that's fine. You can do your thing. I don't even know you're out there. That, yeah. You don't even know why I'm out there. And that's I agree. Okay. I agree. Because it's like drinking your own poison. Because yeah. like, yeah, someone someone may have affected you in a certain way. And maybe they know they did that purposely. Or maybe they mm. did it unconsciously. That then like you're yeah. like subconsciously. Um, then like you're then carrying it with you for like days or weeks or whatever. And like that person's not even around you. And like, so there. you're literally drinking your own poison by like know. letting them affect you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I think it's, de- it's definitely good to like let that yeah. go. Like you said, it creates space then. Like, you yeah. know, you think that creates something holding on to those things, but actually once you let oh, those man, go, it... like you, there's so much more that can come in. Like, 100%. You know? Yeah. yeah. And if there's, you know, and if they choose one day to serve me uh, uh, honey glazed, uh, chipolatas <laughs> then the beef will be over exactly immediately exactly. no need for beef there's no, no need, need. there's like, no need for beef i'm Just all about lifting everyone and like be, you know like supporting everyone like there is enough yeah. out there for everyone yeah. well we've had some wine now i've got them on my second uh pre-mixed gin <laughs> which is a quid um but yeah your your housemate's gonna be home in a sec so we'll, we'll use this perfect opportunity to, to wrap yeah to wrap things up um but thank you so much for yeah for for, for talking to me thank uh, you being amazing acting alongside me uh drinking coffee with me at my my yeah. new favorite uh you our new favorite place the place yeah that the place, place. I, <laughs> I had a meal at and i like it was so delicious i cried that place. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good that's, i need to eat there no, I, no, I no, you have there. To. Just coffee so there. Um, but yeah no thank you very much and yeah, uh thank you all right a pleasure a pleasure thank you what a lovely roller coaster on a sunny London afternoon. Big, big thank you to Misha Simpson. You can see her in The Witcher, lots of other wonderful things. She was an absolute gem to talk to. And big love to yourself. Hopefully, another episode coming very soon. The instrumental you are hearing right now is for a song of mine called One Way Ticket. And it is also out now. I feel like I say the word now far too often. Don't stream that at your leisure. Eat something nice. Cook yourself a lovely meal. Cook somebody else a lovely meal. Make, make your cat a, a really special dinner with a sprinkling of grated cheese on top. Happy May to everyone. Oh, I'm struggling here. I'm tired. <laughs> Hopefully catch you very soon for another adventure. Peace. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.